It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon Marcel. It's Simon Marcel. The accent French. I'm straight from Paris 22 years ago. And in the meantime, to be able to do a radio show like this one, uh, I've had uh, to take, I think, 11 years of English classes uh, every Sunday. And I say that because um, people say, how do you become a talk show host with such a thick French accent? Well, there is, I would say, two things. A, you get lucky, <laughs> and two, uh, take uh, English classes. So that's part of the, the job, and, and I'm grateful for that. I take it online now. And, and in that lesson of life, to, to go for your dream and, and to find your joie de vivre, whether it's for work, whether it's for love, whether it's with family, keep that in mind. Whatever you want, you can achieve it. If you put the work, the time, the patience, and the concentration, the focus, that's so important. It applies to everything in life. I'm a big believer of that. So just a little, little philosophical thought to start the show. Uh, but you calls and you questions are coming up next. Bonjour, Christa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Christa. What's going on with your boyfriend? So I've been in a relationship um, for nine years with my boyfriend. And mm-hmm. um, he told me or like promised me that this year he was actually going to propose. And I just feel like the year is almost over and he hasn't yet. My birthday is passed and like other big events like our anniversary and he hasn't done it on any of those times. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of hinted that like this year has been just such like a crap year that he doesn't want to associate anything like good and positive with it. So I just have a feeling that he isn't going to propose. And my question is, what do you think I should do? Do you think it's time for me to just like move on or what do you think I should do? Um, how much do you love him? I feel like he's my person, you know. I love him. I really love him. Okay. And so, do you feel that his reasoning of not associating everything with this year and all this, do you you feel that it makes no sense or do you think it makes sense? I feel like he's making an excuse. Like, nine years, like, we've obviously talked about marriage and all this stuff. And I want to start a family, but I told him I can't do that without an official commitment that we're going to be married and that's when I can, like, start a family and stuff. So I'm kind of like my clock is ticking and I'm just Mm -hmm. waiting. I understand. How does that make you feel, the fact that he's hesitating? It makes me feel like he doesn't really want to marry me and he's just kind of been dragging me along this whole time. And no matter how much I love him, I just have to figure out my next step because I can't wait around forever. Got you. In your intuition, in your women intuition, which is never wrong, should you go or should you stay with him? Um, I want to stay with him, but you know what? If, if I don't get a proposal this year, I have to go. Okay, fair enough. Listen, your life, you rule. And you have to follow your intuition. So why don't we just do that? Just let's give him, you know, what three months left or a couple months left. And then uh, if he doesn't, you know, show up with a nice ring and proposed, I, I guess you're going to leave him. Yeah. It's very right? hard to say that, but yeah, I have to. Yes. No, I understand. I always say, you know, with the clock ticking, uh, it's a different dynamic for men and women. And sometimes it's going to make it like the universe is going to make it stronger or the universe decides you guys are going to have a different destiny and you shall part. So we'll see what happens. Like, I, I don't know. I think, you know, he might change his mind. And, or if not, you know, 
uh, you'll find your, your, your Prince Charming somewhere else. So let's stay positive and see how it goes in the next couple of months. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Keep the faith and have a good night. You too. Coming up, I am going to go listen to Mona's voicemail because she loves a guy, but Houston, we have a problem, so I want to help her. Her voicemail is next. Do you know you're never alone with your relationship issues or questions? I'm always here, 24-7. All you got to do is leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 with your question, and we'll get to it, just like for Mona's. Take a listen. Hi, um, so my name is Mona. I fell in love with a uh, 48-year-old guy. He was divorced when I first met him. And uh, we're having a um, situation where I can't like see him, talk to him, even as good friends. He wants to sever ties with me for some reason that I don't know about. Um, it's a very sad and difficult place to be for a woman uh should i still wait around uh is it worth the wait um will there be any other type of hope that he and i will get back together thank you mana thank you for your voicemail yes when a man really doesn't want to see you talk to you at all anymore is there hope for a future with him let me tell you what i think next have you ever loved somebody that broke up with you and didn't want anything to do with you anymore. No talking, no texting, no DMs, uh, of course not seeing you, which is the case of Mona who, who loves a guy who doesn't want to see her. And then she's asking me, Simon, is there hope for you know, reconnection or things to get better because she's very sad? And what should I do? My advice, Mona, is to uh, take distance and don't wait for him. Uh, what I advise you to do is uh, write a notebook, a journal, and to bury the past, to write the whole story of what happened, and to express all your sorrows and disappointment and sadness in that journal. Uh, and once you finish with the story, you'll feel much better, and you'll be ready for another man. But you've got to detox and express how you felt. That's the point of the journal. That's my advice, Mona. Good luck to you. Be strong. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mélanie. Bonjour, Simon. I know you have a romantic story to share, and I can't wait to hear it. What is up? So I just celebrated my anniversary, my 14th anniversary, and my husband loves to give a ton of gifts. And so he, he knows that I love flowers. I actually hate to garden, which he does. He loves it. So he buys me lots of flowers, plants them in the yard. So that was part of the gift. But then he mm -hmm. gave me a few other things, and then there was this secret package all wrapped up, not even in fancy paper, just like brown paper. And um, so he hands it to me. My daughter was super excited to give it to me. And I opened it up. And first I was like, what is this thing? It was like, oh, you know, the silver stick. And then I realized it was uh -huh. the kickstand that I have been asking for for years. And part of my thing in life is being heard. And I have this bike that I've literally had for probably 22 years. I got it when I lived in New York City many years ago. And uh -huh. he thinks I should have a new bike. And I don't want a new bike. I just wanted a kickstand. And so he got me the kickstand, and it was like the I best anniversary present. I love that. How did that make you feel? Um, it made me feel really heard and gotten. Like, you know, when yep. people really know who you are and know what's meaningful to you. 
um, that makes me fall in love with him all over again because I'm like, oh, he really heard me and he really listened to me and yeah. I love that. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing that story. Credit to him and I'll let you prepare something romantic for him too soon, okay? Thank you. Take care. You're most welcome. Have a good night. Bye-bye, Melanie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Coming up, Casey just sent me a Facebook message about the guy she's seeing because he's not maybe acting 100% maybe correctly. So I'm going to help her. Her Facebook message is next. So I got this very interesting Facebook message question at The Rendezvous Show from Casey who goes, Bonjour, Simon. I have overheard my boyfriend's assistant being a little bit too flirty with him over Zoom meetings a few times and I don't like it. I haven't said anything yet to my boyfriend because I don't want him to feel insecure, but it bothers me. How should I handle this? Casey, thank you for your Facebook message question. Yes, if somebody at work is flirting with your significant other, how should you handle it? I'll tell you that next. How would you feel if you overheard your significant other's assistant being a little too flirty with your partner? Which is the case of Casey, you know, she, there was, you know, there's a lot of Zoom meetings these days, we all have them, and uh, she heard her, you know, her uh, boyfriend assistant being flirty with him. And she didn't want to go to him directly and make him feel, you know, insecure, but it bothered her. I understand, Casey. I wouldn't like it if, uh, if I had a girlfriend and uh, somebody at work would be flirting with her. So what should you do? Tell the truth. Casey, if you hear something, say something. And there's no reason to keep this unspoken. And maybe it's nothing. That's what I think. And maybe she's just, you know, find your boyfriend attractive. Um, but I don't think you should keep it for yourself. You hear something, you say something. That's the rule, okay, Casey? So go for it. Ask him what's going on and go from there. You call the next. Any questions for me? Call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ashlyn. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ashlyn. So what's going on with you and your boyfriend? What's the deal? Um, <laughs> so my boyfriend and I, we just moved in together about a month and a half ago. And yep. things have been going great so far. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, it is a little hot where I live right now. And I like to sleep in this like old, these old pair of boxer shorts that I have. And I bought okay. them myself from a store, <laughs> but mm -hmm. he, he doesn't believe that I purchased these. He truly believes that these are like leftover from a past relationship and they're mm -hmm. not. And I love these shorts so much. I don't want to have to give them up. So how can I convince him <laughs> that he's the only dude on my mind? Like these do not belong to an ex-boyfriend. Oh, I, I understand. Um, is he a jealous person or possessive? Do you feel that that's the case? You know, I haven't experienced that yet before in this relationship. This is like a weird new kind of insecurity that's revealing itself. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Now, um, do you, I mean, obviously, you know, you clean, so you, you don't wear it every night, right? It's once in a while. Yeah, it's just once in a while. Well, is um, my advice. Um, you wear it once in a while, and then with you, use your sense of humor, um, and then you hide it from him for another week or two, and then you bring it back, and then there'll be a change of season. And little by little, I don't think he's going to make such a big deal out of it. Or if he does, then you open the conversation about what does he fear. Is he fearing you going back with your ex? Is he fearing, or is it is it that the ulala between you and him is 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 not so good? Or so you know, open the conversation, but only only if you really still obsess about it. Um, 
that, that ask him, you know, how you feel. One of the best ways to start any conversation is, I've noticed that bothers you. I wear it once in a while. Um, a, you know, I have not lied to you. So tell me, how do you feel? What is it that you're so worried? I'm not going back with my ex and I bought it myself. It's not about a boy. So what is your worry? And then you see what he says. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great idea. So yeah, I love but, that. You know, for now, hopefully, between, you know, the, the change of season and things, this will be a no issue. And, you know, you just moved in together. There's still some insecurity. But little by little, it, I don't think it will be significant. And if it is, it's, it's, it's about something else than the actual pair of boxer shorts where nobody should care about it. Exactly. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, will, I will take that advice. Thank you. That helped give me some clarity. That's what I'm here for. So thank you for calling, Ashton. Good luck to you and him. And have a wonderful night. Thank you, Simon. You too. More generally, how should you react if your significant other tells you not to wear a piece of clothes for different reasons? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been with somebody who didn't like either what you were wearing in bed or even, you know, in regular uh, clothes during the day or and would, you know, make a scene or a circus out of it, you know, say, oh my God, you know, why do you wear this? It's too risque, it's too boring. Or who bought you that? or uh, that doesn't fit you, or, you know, why don't you wear nothing at all, you know, whatever it is. Have you ever had the situation where, you know, somebody is complaining about what you're wearing? Uh, and once you're in a relationship, what should you do, right? Because, you know, once you're in a relationship, obviously, the opinion of your partner matters a little bit about what you're wearing. At the same time, I also believe what we should wear, what we want to wear as, you know, adults. So what is the solution? Let me tell you that coming up next. So what should you do if you're in a relationship and your partner just uh, asks you either to throw away a piece of clothes, uh, whether it's a jacket, an underwear, socks, whatever. In the case of Casey, it's her boyfriend she moved in with says, you know, you know, I don't want you to wear those boxer shorts that she actually bought at Gap when she was in high school, I think she said, and uh, because he thinks that a boy, you know, gave it to her and is like making a circus. So my advice was like, take it easy, you know, wear it once in a while and use your sense of humor or ask him what's wrong. In general, uh, I'm for peace in the house, and I think peace is more important than a piece of clothes. So unless it's really going crazy, I say just avoid a conflict for that, um, if it's just one time. Otherwise, it's, if it's more than once, there's a controlling issue we need to talk about. But otherwise, use your sense of humor. What's more important, peace in the house or a pair of boxer shorts, you know? That's, that's the question. And that's my advice. Take it easy. Easy breezy, as my producer Jill says to me. Easy breezy. Every night. <laughs> you calls the next. If you have a question for me about your relationship, don't wait. Call me now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brianna. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So what's going on between you and your boyfriend? Well... So here's the thing. I do have a new man, but we haven't met yet. It's been a quarantine kind of relationship. So we've been on the phone since July, like back and forth. We had a seven and a half hour phone call last week. And he warned me, he's very communicative and warned me that he, you know, he owns a couple of restaurants and he's fighting to get one of them open. That's been really hard and needs to get that going. So when he's in a task, he's really busy, like most men are. And that he, if I hang in there, he doesn't want me to date other people. But I haven't heard from him in a week. And I want to reach out and text him. And 
I'm just worried of that old rule of like, don't chase after a guy and you, you, you know, the guy's got to pursue you. So I wanted your advice on that. Is it okay to text him and just see how it's going and, or is that going to turn um, him off? What is your fear when you say turn him off? You think, uh, he, I mean, he, I, I don't like the rules that he's giving you because I don't buy into it. I'll be honest, okay. I, you know, I'm a busy guy. I mean, I'm sure, you know, president of uh, Exxon or GM or Tesla, if they love a woman, they'll find two seconds to write a text. I don't buy it. Never, ever. My, I had a friend who was a neurosurgeon uh, who always told me that, you know, and he was super busy here at the, the Cleveland Clinic, and, and he, he would always uh, answer his girlfriend. So my advice is, is not to respect his rule at all and to go by your rule. You want to text mm. him, you text him. But don't let him, like, put you in a situation of being so controlled that you're afraid to reach out to him first. And two, if a man doesn't find, I don't know, 10 or 15 seconds to text you uh, every single day or every single two days, how are you, or just to answer you, this is not the right guy for you at all. Mm, okay, I thought that. I always think it's, it's a trap that works mostly in America because people value hard work, where if you be so busy, so busy, that somebody could not reach out to you, you would have no 30 seconds to say, I'm thinking about you, I hope everything is okay. That has to stop, okay? Amen. <laughs> okay, good. So no more of that, you know, crazy rule of his, you text him, and if, if he says anything else, just date somebody else. But my advice from now on, don't take it from any man or anybody. Thank you, Simon. I will do that. That sounds great. Okay. Thank you so much, Brianna. Good luck to you. You're Be welcome. strong and have a good night. Thank you. You too. I got a question for you, and this is very interesting. Let's be honest. Would you stay in a relationship if there was no ooh-la-la? <laughs> Let's talk about that next. So this is a very basic question. But I wanted to ask this question to you. So, would you stay in a relationship if there was no ulala at all? And the answer seems obvious, right? To me, at least. But when I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, I repeat, at Rendezvous Radio, if you don't follow me yet, uh, the votes are fascinating. To the question, would you stay in a relationship if there was no ulala? 38% of you voted, yes, I would stay in a relationship with no ulala. 62% of you voted, no, I would not, and I would not either. I am flagger-bastard by the fact that so many of you would stay in a relationship with no more ulala anymore. If you love, you make love. Very strange. Interesting, though. And thank you so much for voting. Thank you for spending the evening with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.